0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
2: Now, a recent survey in Britain found that accent snobbery is alive and well. Most people there, and I mean 80%, would prefer to be represented by a barrister with a posh accent. So, was that also the case here? News Talk's Salt of the Earth correspondent Henry McKean has been investigating.
3: My accent, um, most people would describe it as too common. Not literal enough. People think my accent's common but we can't get a job. I'm we a fully trained mechanic and carpenter and I still can't get a job because as soon as I hear the accent they won't take on.
0: So we're here at Houston station chatting to Corkonians jumping on the uh, train to Cork. Tell me about your Cork accent, are you proud of your Cork accent? Ah, no, I don't have to talk to know. So that's a, a Cork accent, he doesn't have time to talk.
2: And whereabouts in Cork are you from?
0: You're a Mayo man. Are you judged by your Mayo accent? Well, we, I used to have a bit, but we were judged when we moved to Mead first. So you're now a Mead man? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How many years in Mead? Oh, what, nearly 60 years. 60 years. I'm trying to place your accent. There is a little bit of Mayo coming out there and a bit of Mead.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm Johnny Campbell, CEO of Social Talent. Do accents matter? Unfortunately they do, Uh, and most of the time when they matter, they matter for the wrong reasons. In bias training and interview training and assessment training, you try and make sure you're focused on what do you actually need to assess for, and too often you find that accent can come up as something that people will discriminate against without having really thought as to does it matter to the job. So if your job requires Strong communication skills, particularly s- skills like selling, perhaps into the U.S. market, which a lot of folks do from Ireland. Then the accent does matter because if the accent is hard to understand to the buyer, then it's going to be something that's going to be difficult to to. to it's going to be difficult to do the job with that accent. For example, right? We in Ireland, we'll look at different accents and we'll uh, probably discriminate against certain local accents, different counties, different parts of Dublin. If you're an American, we're just all Irish, it's right? All the same. I think we can get wrapped up in what local accents matter. Whereas to Americans, for example, the British accent is something that has been proven with science to help selling. People in America trust British accents more. It's seen as more authoritative. But I doubt they're making a difference between Newcastle and Manchester and London. It's just a British accent to them. Hi, my name is Josh Winters. So, Josh, you're from Clondork
0: and you're from West Dublin. I am. Yep. And you're here at the Gaiety School of Acting.
2: You have a, the, the, the D4. Uh, how are you doing, Dad? Can we go ahead and get a... Get a chipper. Here we go for a few points, shall we? <laughs> That's very good. I mean, is that like Black Rock or Terenure? I think it's more yeah, Black Rock, Fox Rock, the nice uh, the part of Dublin, as they say, yeah.
0: Being originally from Clondalkin, do you think there's snobbery around accents? And can you understand this survey that says that lawyers, uh, people want a lawyer, they want a solicitor, they want a barrister who has received pronunciation, uh, they don't want a regional accent?
2: It comes from the uh, the more educated people you would think would sound a bit more a bit more smart a little bit more um is it a trusting thing that you want to have a,
0: a lawyer that sounds posh or is it just snobbery
2: i think it's a it's a little bit of snobbery um, i think you're from where you're from you should represent where you're from and be proud of that and um, if that holds you back in certain areas i don't think it's on you it's about staying true to yourself
0: and can you do a clondorkan accent for me
2: all right lads what's the story uh, i'm going over here what what you mean over there Alright.
1: my name is linda i'm from longford
0: and Linda, you've got a, a real sort of, you could say, broad accent. That There's nothing
1: too there, Longford there. Yeah, it's very neutral. but, And I guess Longford is kind of neutral, but it's kind of flat. It's like a flat accent. And it's not really, there's nothing really defines it sort of thing.
0: So give me a, a strong stereotypical Longford voice.
1: I don't know. I've heard when I say the word no, that my accent seems to come out a bit there with my ehs and my ums and my, my vowels, I suppose. I try and hide my accent. I don't like when it comes out, just because, I don't know, I have a weird relationship with it. Not that I'm ashamed of where I come from, I'm not, but it's just, you do get people judging you. Really? On, yeah, I find people do judge you. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, or, or a good thing, like, it's just, I like to be as neutral as possible. Hi,
0: my name's Rebecca Lynch. I'm from Inishoen Peninsula, County Donegal. So you've got a, a Donegal accent that's, uh, you know, a little bit dairy, a little bit of dairy there. Slight, yeah. I'm about 20 minutes from Derry City, so I kind of grew up half and half in a way. So you don't have that wee Daniel voice? No, wee cup of tea? No, don't have that. <laughs> and do we judge each other, where we're from, by our accents? And are people trying to bury their their regional accents to, to get a job to to perhaps become a successful barrister or solicitor yeah I'd imagine so I think it is it's probably linked to education yeah especially in the UK you know you kind of associate it with Oxford Cambridge you know not that someone from Yorkshire or Donegal couldn't go to Oxford or Cambridge but you do associate it more with higher class of people, I suppose. So you are, you know, training to be an actor. Can you give us a received pronunciation? Can you give us a a posh (laughs) accent? (laughs) What, like a London accent? Well, yeah, I mean, could you sound uh, perhaps a a little bit like Hugh Bonneville?
3: Downton Abbey. (laughs) A Little bit of Downton Abbey. (laughs) Um, Hi, my name is Morgan Savidan. I'm French-Indonesian. I was born in Indonesia, but I grew up in Singapore in a very international environment. But my father's French, so I do hold the French nationality. It was always hard to um, figure out my own accent. I was always influenced by the people around me, uh, especially in an international school surrounded by American people, English people, French people, etc. And it is hard to adapt especially coming here to Dublin which has so many very strong accents to kind of like figure out which one's the most neutral and which one I should use the clondalkin one was hard to <laughs> donnygow is also one of the accents that I had a hard time understanding uh, with it being very fast and very just very different to the others i think there's an old kind of belief that certain accents fit some educational backgrounds which i think is slowly fading uh, but there is some some job, especially in, like in acting, some higher ranked jobs. They do expect certain certain accents that are clearer. that are known for being from big back, like smart backgrounds and all. Yeah.
4: So I'm Bob Johnston from the gutter bookshop down in Temple Bar, and I've been in Ireland now for 22 years, and my accent's gone nowhere at all. I still sound like the London boy I was growing up. It's funny, isn't it? My my mum's family were all Birmingham, so good. Proper brummie accents. Oh, I love that accent. No, exactly. And now my dad's family were Kent, so they were quite well spoken. Rummies are well-spoken in their own way, let's be honest. So there is a funny thing about accents, and especially um, I think in Ireland it's interesting because in the UK it's kind of quite class-based, so you have a posh accent or you have a regional accent, as though you can't be posh and regional. But anyway, across Ireland we have the Dublin accent, Cork accents, Kerry accents, you know, quite strong accents in themselves. But there's not the same snobbery, as far as I know, um, in Ireland, which is interesting, isn't it? Bath or Bath? Now, I'd say bath, path, scone toothbrush but then i went to um stoke-on-trent college so which is kind of north midlands in the uk and i think i became a bit more northern then so yeah and my mum's family would have all said yeah that the hard the hard vowel so um and yeah it sounds a bit southern to be to bath i live in malahide north dublin which is it was portion of for itself but i have noticed all the teens up there talking a really strong dub accent you know because obviously that's the way to be that's at the up. minute yeah exactly you know so they've all got their strong dub, which I'm not going to attempt to do now for you. So it is interesting. There's something there, isn't there, to appear cool. You have to develop a certain kind of accent, and um, I don't think it'll stick. I think they'll all, they'll all go back to their, their standard accents available. But um, I think there is a certain snobbery around accents still. Not as bad in Ireland as in the UK, I don't think.
0: Does it you know, surprise you that people want a barrister that sounds posh in the UK?
2: Here, not so much they want someone who sounds posh representing them if they steal a loaf of bread it's not surprising right there's a lot of bias out there you know you want somebody who speaks with a certain accent a clarity of accent like do people in Dublin want someone with a thick cork or Kerry accent speaking on the news or you know d- delivering really important content probably not because they won't be able to comprehend it and they can't comprehend it And this is the whole thing about cognitive fluency that comes into it if you don't quickly understand something you don't trust it and don't believe it if the accent is familiar to you as in, as in it's similar to yours you have a higher level of fluency so there's a lot of good data behind it but the unfortunate thing is the bias comes into play in situations where there's no right to bias against someone because of their accent we respect people with an English accent because it sounds posh and we believe the English accent represents authority is that right or wrong it just is what it is Um, we perhaps look down on somebody who doesn't have quite the same pronunciation as we do and we think that makes them less educated less smart it does play into our biases it shouldn't um, but it's about how do you manage around it and recognize it because it is unfortunately more natural than we want it to be
0: you're a barrister, you're an established barrister. Does accents, do they matter? Do they make any difference when you stand up in front of the judge?
4: Yes, I think they do. I think using your own accent adds to your perceived integrity. If, if something's feigned or, or put on, it, I think it impacts the credibility. There's a, a lot more to be said for barristers, particularly from those on circuit. Who bring their, their, their accent, their dialect
0: with them. So a regional accent is, is good, and I can't tell where you're from. I'm guessing it's Kildare. I, I'm a little bit of a model, uh, so I've, 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 I've taken elements from, from Limerick and Wicklow and Dublin. Being a barrister, do accents matter in the court?
3: No,
4: it's really really more the uh, the thing that's being said rather than the uh, the accent. And would you
0: consider your accent to be posh? Personally, no. I wouldn't have thought so. And whereabouts in Dublin are you from? Uh,
1: I'm from Ballantyre. I've no problem with any accents except the Dart accent. I just does my head in. Very posh, very non-Dublin. No, it has never
3: worked against me personally work because I've never worked outside of Cork, but I can imagine if you did work in Dublin or elsewhere in the country, it might do, and especially depending on where in Cork you're from. Like, if you have a northern city accent, it might work against you. Uh, North Cork, Placone. Well, you know what, I, I was born in London and I moved to Cork, uh, County Cork, when I was about eight or nine, so I had, would have had a bit of a Cockney accent. And so I was probably like a little alien coming in to my little village where I was living. And but I now have a Cork accent, I suppose. A bit of, but when I'm in Cork, they don't think I have a Cork accent. But when I'm here, I have a Cork accent.
1: I neutralised my accent because coming from West Cork, I sounded like a culture. I live in Cork City now, and coming up and coming up to Dublin, even so you some have neutralised your accent. Yeah. All all my friends, my my group of friends would have neutralized our accents when watching TV and stuff because you didn't want to sound like a farmer if you were going on to work. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays
4: at 2 p.m. On News Talk.